We are back, the Fat Fish Brothers. I'm Brad, Johnny Cocktails, Grunny Grunberg, a.k.a. Snacks, and that is the man, Eric, the Fish, Snyder. And today's guest, why don't you introduce her, Fish? Kelly Kreinbrink. Wow, look how she livens up this set. You got these two losers, and you bring this beauty in. You were in a, you, I guess you were in the restaurant business. Now you're a motivational speaker. Tell me how to get out of the restaurant business. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was in the restaurant business in Beverly Hills for oh. like 15 years. That's how I met Brad Grunny here. Yeah. Um, I managed Roos Chris Steakhouse and Mastro's wow. um, yeah. for like a decade. And so that was exciting. And But, you know, 9-11 actually happened. And I was like, I think that shook everyone. And I was like, what am I doing working every night and weekend? And uh and I like quit. I gave my notice and that was it. And then I was like, I want to get in the entertainment industry because I have a spiritual like soul. And I just knew that that was calling me and um, had a little segue into what I do now. Yeah, I met yeah. Uh, Kelly uh, at uh, Ruth Chris Steakhouse in Beverly Hills. I walked in. She was like Mark Ratner. From, she was the assistant to the assistant manager. <laughs> But uh, no, she treated me, and it was amazing. We just hit it off right away. Uh, I knew some of the waiters, and she and she was brought over to my table, and I, and, and she introduced herself, and it was like, first it was love at first. Did I comp, did I comp your meal? Did I comp your I meal? You did comp your meal because <laughs> I was so obnoxious, and uh, but she was so sweet. She ran a room. Let me tell you, as you know, fish. There are certain people that can run a room, and there are certain people that cannot run a room. She could run a room and she did it for a decade. I mean, hello, Mastro's and Ruth Chris in Beverly Hills. Hello, McFly. Mastro's, they were very sneaky when they first came into town. It was all the talk, you know, you know, it was a big, you know, competition, especially for Ruth Chris. And they came in and they like poached me one night. It was a Saturday night and it was packed. And Oliver, one of the, you know, CEO guy, CFO, whatever he was, he said, can I talk to you? You know, we've been watching you for a week. We've been coming in at the bar. And I was like, and he handed me his card. And I was like, uh, it's Saturday night at like 7.30. And I said, give me like 20 minutes. And went outside and he's like, we want to offer you the director of operations position at Mastro's, Beverly wow. Hills. And I was like, I mean, you, you, you know, yeah. Didn't know they had been watching me, first of all. <laughs> and that's a whole weird feeling. So they apparently liked, you know, but I did. I took a position and went to Mastro's. <laughs> yeah. Fish, isn't that what they do? They send up, they send, they, they come in as customers uh, unannounced and they watch how you do what you do. And that's the best way under cover well, because, you, mm, know, you know, poaching, poaching is not really uh, a, a big thing. Here in Las Vegas, when you Good. poach, they'll throw you right out. They, they, a person will come in in Vegas, Kelly, and say, hey, are you happy here? And if you say no, all right, well, give me a call. They don't walk in and try and get you and recruit you, but I yeah. get it. And Mastro's, from what I remember, I'm from Los Angeles, Kelly. That's a high-class joint. Okay. You dealt with a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, oh, yes, all the time. And, you know, there would be, especially when we first opened, the line would be out the door and I brought all the Ruth's Chris people over, all the regulars and and then a celebrity comes in, you know, to the front, you know, whoever, you know, Jack Nicholson or, you know, there's just, you know, so, so many. 
uh, Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox came in a couple of times. And then, then they learned to go to the back door. And then I brought them to the back kitchen. And then, you know, so then they're out smoking their cigarettes out on the patio. But, you know, when the celebrity comes in, even though these people have been waiting an hour and a half, you, unfortunately, or fortunately, that's how it is. You give them the table. <laughs> Kelly, it reminds um, me of a story of a small boy who uh, had a bar in Brentwood called Mom's Saloon. And celebrities yes. came to the door there and they wanted to go in through the kitchen in the back door. That's yes, a story yes, yes, for yes. another day. But Fish has some great stories about that. Let me ask you this. Work, what was more pressure, Mastro's or Ruth Chris? Um, well, wow, good question. Um, Ruth Chris, initially, because I had to go through corporate training for Ruth Chris. They flew me to Houston. I had to go through culinary training. I had to run a kitchen. I had to, you know, do everything. I was the, like executive chef of Ruth Chris for three months. Wow. So it was the, the best. It was the most intense experience. But and I hated it, but I ended up loving it. I learned the most. The things you fear, you end up learning the most from in life. You know, the hard things is what you learn from. And it was so hard. And I was just like, God, it was the most... And I have just so much respect for that franchise, for Ruth's Chris, because I know how they do things on a day-to-day -day basis. It is fresh every day. It is the best of the best. There are, there's no cutting corners ever. Well, it's just thrown out. Um, Brad, Brad yeah, it's just amazing. Brad has some great that company. stories, Kelly. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Brad has some great stories. He was a waiter oh, yeah, at no, the Fox. Ahead. I'm sorry. Brad was a waiter at the Fox Commissary, and he was talking about what real Jagoffs guys like yeah. Kevin Klein were and some others. I've, I'm sure you've dealt with celebrities that weren't nice. I'm going to ask you to name names, but yep. did, did, you I, know, I could. when I worked at mom saloon in Brentwood, <laughs> I was extremely lucky in 12 years to have one bad yep. incident. And I'll name the guy's name, Rick Astley, the guy, the 80s singer gave me a lot of crap at the door, but I, I had a lot of great experiences. So if you have a bad experience like yep. Brad did, you know, did 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 you have many? Yeah. Did, you, did you look I'll down on the, the first time you watch them and you know act the, or something? The former head of CBS, Les Moonves. <laughs> I didn't say it. I did. <laughs> Sorry, Les. <laughs> he he came in quite regularly and had uh, this individual did you know I, you know one of the heads in the past, and um, wow, is all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, oh, man. Angry, grumpy, uh, just, you know, demanding, like, uh, it just, it was not a pleasurable experience and, and not much for the gratuity for the uh, oh, For the trouble. Can, can I ask one more question? It, is that oh, restaurant, on, was it on Westwood by Pico, if I remember correctly? No, Beverly. No, it was on Bev, uh, Beverly. Oh, okay. Uh, Right, God, it's just, yeah, Beverly, it was south of Wilshire. Beverly, Beverly Drive. Beverly right next Drive, to yeah, uh, Chinchero. Between Gregory and Charlieville, right there. Yes, I lived on Charlieville. I uh, lived on Charlieville. Oh, my so God, you walked to work. What's wrong with I, you? I could have. I could have, but I drove. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's yeah. funny. We've all been in the restaurant business, and, you know, it's so easy to be nice. You know, I waited on everybody in the commissary from Dennis Franz to Julia Roberts to Steve Martin. But there's always a couple that have this entitlement. 
and you're like, buddy, yeah. relax, well, Set, yeah. simmer yeah. down. Okay, buddy, we'll get you your more iced tea. We'll get you your fucking steak. Oh, you didn't like it? Cool. <laughs> we'll bring it back. We'll we'll comp you. You're an asshole. Get the fuck out of here. And it's just so sad. I, I just don't understand some of these people because we've all been there. And it's so, it's it's ridiculous, really. But um, I have no tolerance for it, honestly. Yeah. Like, I really just don't. Like, I am a kind human. And yeah. I yeah. expect humans, you know, to be kind to one another and be compassionate. Yeah. And it is just like how you, you know, all that you have, you know, financially, all this abundance. And they're dicks. Doesn't matter. <laughs> and then they tip, right, Fish? They... They have, yeah, they have about five million in their checking account. What do they give you? Five bucks? <laughs> I, you I mean, know, right? I, yeah. I'm blessed. I mean, you guys come from a restaurant background. I come from a bar and nightclub background. So yeah. Yeah. people what, are coming in to meet club? girls and dance and have fun and drink. And people are going for you guys for the dining experience. She worked in a very high end dining establishment, Brad. You worked in a commissary. Let's face yeah. it. You know, hey, Brad, how's the tapioca pudding? She never <laughs> heard that in her life. You know? Yeah, it's true. But, but still, you, if you're an asshole in the commissary, you're going to be an asshole at Mastro's. Where's my table? Yeah. I don't wait. It should be ready for me. Like, don't you have to keep tables open for these assholes? You know what, you, Kelly, you, you Kelly, do. Kelly, Kelly Brad, you, can I say close. one thing because I'm still doing this? I've yeah. always, I told my Absolutely. wife one thing, Kelly. I said, I always wonder why people came into my establishments where I worked and they were jerks from the get-go when we have what they want. Why they, you know, yep. we have the food, and they we keep have coming. the drink. They keep coming. And when you establish that mean demeanor when you walk in, I don't get that. Yeah. Because it's so easy for us to say, did you see that sign? We have the right to research, refuse service to anyone. You're anyone, you know? Yeah. So answer right. that question. Did, did you have to keep tables open, uh, Kelly, for some of these? I mean, um, we we did too. Like on Friday and Saturday nights, absolutely. We had, you know, one or two. But, you know, they would have to wait sometimes because it was just so pushed to the limit. Yeah. But, you know, something really interesting here in Palm Springs, because I live in Palm Springs now after my 20 years in L.A., um, there's this, you know, there's all these little boutique hotels and, like, restaurants out here, and they're just, they're, they're amazing. They're just, like, there's so many, and they're all, like, you know, mid-century, and there's this little hotel with a restaurant, rooftop, and when I go there, well, the first time I went there, I walked in, you have to walk across a pool and then you go up the steps to the rooftop. And the first time I went there, I walked through the door, the general manager comes rushing across the pool and greets me as if I were his best friend. It's unforgettable. <laughs> it's an unforgettable experience. We met each other. I got the goosebumps right now because that is what hospital, it's what hospitality that's is about. That, that's you, you, you make people feel like you know, they're coming to your home, your to your family. living room. And it is, that's why I go back to restaurants. That's why I go back to these places because I'm special. You know, they make me feel like I'm a VIP every time I walk through the door. And this I guy know. now is like my friend. And exactly. like, it's just, I, and I wrote a Yelp review because it was just that astounding. Was that, that recently? Was this, that recently? It was. It was like six months ago. And I've been back like three times. So now like I know him and, you know, it's, you know, but I'm like, do you do that to everyone? He's like, I, I try. 
like he, you know, like he, hi, good to see you. Welcome. Let uh, me bring, like that was the greeting. And, you know. We treat you like you know, family. What is it? What's the restaurant? We treat you like family. What is it? The fish? The, uh, the treat, well, oh, the same thing. Same thing in life. Treat your friends like family and your family like friends. No, what's the restaurant? It's Italian. You know, they give you the great bread. What is it? We oh, treat Olive Garden. Oh, at, uh, Olive Garden. Uh, Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Wait a minute, yeah, Brad. How could you forget family. that? They have all you can eat: breadsticks and salads and pasta on Tuesdays. <laughs> I'm surprised you're not there now. Waiting. I'm limited. <laughs> I love it. Let's before, go. <laughs> before we segue into the spirituality uh, world, I want to talk to Fish because you and Kelly have something very much in common. She loves pro football. Yes. Love it. I am a fantasy whore. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. What's your team, Kelly? You have a team? Okay. So I have a couple. I was born and raised in Ohio. So this is, you know, you guys are going to grumble. But it's the Browns. Where? It's the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. That's my team. Like, that's who I root for. I was born and raised in a small town called Ottawa. It's, um, I went to Bowling Green State University. It's like Toledo area, Lake Erie, Northwest Ohio. You know, you wouldn't know it. You know, my whole high school class was like 100 people. Um, (laughs) um, But I'm a Browns fan. I root for them. Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, I think he's sexy and hot. So glad (laughs) they got rid of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield needed to go, go, go. And now he's with... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yes, I know. I know. Well, hey, Kelly. Yeah. My, it, my wife. My yeah. wife is from Youngstown, so I'm very familiar with Ohio. Shut up. Yeah. And, yes. I got, and uh, she's a Steeler fan because it's 45 minutes out of Pittsburgh. You see, I'm a Raider oh, fan in the background. You talked about you oh, talked Raider. about Baker Mayfield, yeah. right? Oh. I have a meme. I don't know this yep. is coming, but I have a meme for Brad. Our quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a stud. He's I handsome. Know. They call him Jimmy G Strings here. He has a $500,000 account at Larry Flint's Hustler Club. This is not Photoshop. This is a picture of him last week. I'm not kidding. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a Photoshop, babies. Ah, well, he didn't didn't deny it, okay? All right, all right. Oh, shut up. That came out, and all the Twitter, he goes, look, I like to go out and have a good time. He dates (laughs) porno stars. I'll tell you this about my quarterback, Kelly. If he wins the Super Bowl this, this year, Jimmy, it's go ahead. If he Jimmy, wins the Jimmy Super Bowl this year, like, he's Joe Namath reincarnated. <laughs> yeah, you know, I do think he's gifted. I remember when he was the backup in uh, the Patriots backup years ago, I believe. Yeah, he was the Patriots backup to Tom Brady, and he got his chance because Tom, like, you know, rolled his ankle or whatever, and Jimmy G comes out. And fucking kill. Sorry, I'm not allowed. No, so first, no, no, no. We okay. ain't family and friendly. He came out and won the game, and was like, you know, a, a laser, laser, laser. And I was like, this kid is hot. And you know, he had some injuries and whatnot. But yeah, I'm excited to see how he does. So Kelly, so do you watch the games at home, or do you go to a sports bar? How does that play? I, I usually watch them at home because I'm in so many fantasy leagues. I've got my three screens here. Wow. <laughs> oh, you're so cool. Oh, I am I am really, really into it. And I gamble. I gamble. Oh, you gamble? Oh, so, you you fire so it away. Fun. Like on FanDuel, you know, you can just yeah. you know, ten dollar, twenty dollar, five. Yeah. It's addicting. 
It is, of course. That's why Vegas lights are on at all times, 24-7. I mean, I cannot wait the, for this season. Do you love the Browns? Is there another team you like, too, or just the Browns? There, there, there is one more. Um, my dad and my brother, like when I was five years old, Dallas Cowboys. You know, Tom Landry, the classy hat he wore and the trench coat. And it, you know, what an image on the sidelines. He yeah, had. I love, you know, that was, yeah, I love Zach Prescott, but Jerry Jones has yeah. the worst fucking karma. Speaking of, I, I, he, does. he ain't and winning. They're not ever going to win. <laughs> I, love, I, uh, I love Dallas. Yeah. Ke- Kelly's younger than yeah. we are. I go back to the Cowboys when they had a guy named Thomas Hollywood Henderson. Oh. He was great. He had the greatest line ever, Kelly. He said, Tom, he said, um, Terry Bradshaw is so dumb, he can't spell the word cat if you gave him the C and the T. And they they had uh, that kind of trash talking back then. And the Cowboys are, I don't know why they're America's team. I think the Patriots are the Patriots. And the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl since 1995. But they are an iconic team. And And the Browns are, the Raiders are. This is my man cave. I mean, if you look at the, I mean, I, I just my whole room here is all Raiders, and that's where I retire yeah. on Sundays, and it's a lot you, of fun. We have a big you live in here, Vegas, Brad. Fish? We have, yeah, he lives in Vegas. You, yeah. Fish, you live in Vegas, right? I do. You live there, okay. Full time. You know what's crazy about uh, Hollywood Henderson? He did so much booger sugar, and he played during, you know, being, you know, doing rails. Doing blow, doing. He was doing sugar, <laughs> sugar rails, whatever you want to call it, and he played like a fucking MVP every yeah. night. Well, you know, I know that was. <laughs> and you know how that story ended for stuff. him? You know how it ended for him? How he's still going? He won the Is Texas he? State Lottery. He won twenty-eight million dollars in the in a pick, quick six like no, we in California no. the lottery. Thomas, yeah, about ten years ago, he won the lottery. So you know no. what? He's a good guy, and it's. Uh, I miss football, I, Kelly, I like from the '80s and the '90s. Now you can't touch the quarterback, and you know there's all these stupid yep. rules, and I, I, and then they don't they don't take care of the players, and but it's still a great sport. Stupid you overtime, like, the stupid overtime, and like the, how much they get paid though. You know, we could go on and on about the NFL. I mean, you know. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a question though? Are you a college football fan? I, well, um, yes, I am because my family is we're integrated with Ohio State Buckeye football. My nephew oh, works for the team. Wow. So, yeah, so he is on the sidelines. He's um he's a senior at Ohio State. Both my nephews are Ohio oh, State, great. but my one nephew's been with the team. So my family, you know, VIP passes on the field, of and also my sister's husband, um, his um, nephew. Uh, is a head co- one of the head coaches for Tennessee Titans. So I have this NFL connection. Wow. So games, v- boxes, you know, I get some insider scoop. Who should I draft? Who's injured? You know? oh, <laughs> but it's fun. Well, yeah. So, so Kelly, 9-11 happens. The world shakes up. And then you decide cold turkey, say la vie to macro, say la vie. To, to my restaurant career. People. I did. Yeah. And, and then, and then, how and where did you get into spirituality you, and you all know, the Brad, this is so interesting because remember the trades, the Hollywood Reporter, yes, and the Daily Variety. Okay, maybe they're still there. When you found a job in the trades, 
you know, back in the days, I mean, you guys are about my age. I don't know. I'm 35, um, but I don't know about 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm 41. You know, I'm, I'm 51. But I literally it. just, <laughs> thank you. Um, nor do you guys. You both are very sexy. But yeah, so I was just, I knew I wanted to, you know, just be in the entertainment business. And I, showing <laughs> the guns off. Take it's a damn gun guns, show. motherfucker. Come on. <laughs> He's doing the hey, gun Kelly, show. I'm Thanks 63. a lot, Kelly. Thanks. I'm 63 Kelly. in a month. Shut. Give me 63. And when he sits well, on the, the and when he sits on the toilet, his balls go right in the water. It's unbelievable. Fish, fish, you look good for 63. <laughs> oh, my I hair and everything, man. Good. Your Except hair's for, good too. Thank you. Know why? I'm like you continue. You know why? I married a really good Ohio girl. Those Midwest girls. I I did. The, Real quick, there's a movie called Diner. Oh, oh, you got him started. Thanks, Kelly. Yes, okay. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Here we go. There, there, well, there's a movie <laughs> called Diner with Mickey Rourke and Steve Gutenberg. I'm that guy. I'm Gutenberg's character that gave his wife a 100-question oh. test on the Raiders and Steelers. And if she didn't get 70%, no. we weren't getting married. She knew so much about football, my wife. And she knew where Franco Harris got his, you know, where he got his manicures. That's it. I'm, I'm in. No. Ohio well, women's rad. You're looking at Kelly. Kelly is the kind of woman that you have. We have to fix Brad up, Kelly. And you're a motivational person. You got this great I, vibe I about you. You have to have oh, some kind of chicks out there that could take care of this well, guy. Listen, Brad is my 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 boy. I mean, you know, we've known each other for 20 years, I feel like. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, like a long time. And we still stay in touch and connect and well, yeah, I mean, wow, we've got so many stories too. Oh, <laughs> right. so many stories. So but, how but did you yeah. get into yeah, tell us so you're looking through the paper so, the trade papers? Yeah. So yeah, I, I literally it was uh the Hollywood Reporter and I was like, oh, it said celebrity personal assistant to motivational speaker with a new talk show. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna send my resume. You know, literally it was like that. And I sent my resume and he got I didn't even know who it was, he got like you know, eight hundred resumes is when you mail them in with a stamp you know like literally that's what how long ago it was <laughs> and uh i got an interview and it was james van prague he is um you know a 10 time new york times best-selling author he had a talk show he uh created the series ghost whisperer with jennifer love hewitt on cbs which was their wow. number one drama yeah he's produced multiple tv shows and series and and I was like trying to research him the night before the interview because they finally told me who it was. And I walked into the studio. It was shot at um, Tribune, Tribune Studios, like Old Gower. And, you know, I'm in my suit, you know, back in the, you know, all stylish. And, you know, he's a little five foot four, a little munchkin, but, you know, you know, and I was like taller than he was. Sat down. I was so nervous because I was like, I don't, I'm Catholic. I don't know anything about the spirituality world, really, or what he does, the psychic media. And the first interview question he asked me was, What's your sign? And I was like, My astrological sign? <laughs> and, and literally, and, and I said, Sagittarius. And he's like, Oh my God. And then it was like, Where are you from? Ohio. I love Ohio. And it was just like unorthodox. And I got the job. You know, I got the job and I traveled the world with him, um, first class, oh. all the world. Um, limos picking me up and, you know, just at just the best hotels, the best restaurants for like 15 years. And I got burnt out. 
of that because that is a hard life too. You know, on the it's an inspirational like speaking circuit. I was his personal assistant, but I was booking all of his events, and I'm like with Deepak Chopra and Wayne Dyer and all of these big big spiritual gurus. I mean, they're in my speaker circuit that I'm with, you know, every week. And I am like listening to these keynotes and absorbing, and it changed my life. It changed my life. Um, just, you know, in, on the path of spirituality. Yeah. You notice And then I became a talent agent. <laughs> right. But you noticed that he picked you out of 800 people. That's the yeah, spirituality yeah. why he picked yeah. you. That's, you yeah. know, that makes all a, the sense. Yeah. aligned on the same frequency like we are right now we are all meant to be connecting right now this very second like I I mean, absolutely we we totally are for many many reasons of multiple dimensions i mean you know i'm a wacko when it comes to this stuff but i so do you, totally believe that were you into that before in the restaurant business when you were a kid were you always into spirituality you, you know i gotta say um not really. My spirituality was incense and having a little Buddha statue, you know, or a tapestry. It wasn't like true spirituality. That's <laughs> really? yeah, <laughs> right. My it my, was it was yeah. No, no, I mean, you guys, you guys my like spirituality started. Okay, so I'm 12 years old, and I'm going to be bar mitzvah. And you meet the <laughs> rabbi a week before your bar mitzvah to talk to him about your speech. So. It was Stephen S. Weiss Temple, best temple. I was, you know, he, Rabbi Zeldin was my rabbi. He said, Bradley, I am so proud of you. Eight years of Hebrew school. Hello? Wow. Oh, boy. And uh, well, here's he's, a Catholic school. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we're all the same. And, and he said, I'll see, I really enjoyed your speech and I'll see you Saturday. I go, okay, thank you. And he had another, you know, another student come in. So, it's Saturday, first bar mitzvah, 10 a.m. I'm in my three-piece Pierre Cardon suit from South Fifth Avenue. Oh, my God, Looking Pierre. sharp, haircut, feeling good, <laughs> taking pictures with the photographer. I go in. There's my friends. There's my grandma, my best friend, my cousins, my mom, my brother, my sister. Then my dad is up on the dais sitting next to me. And then the rabbi comes in last in his robe. And he comes up. He's bowing to everybody. Then he comes up on the dais. And he bows to me, bows to my dad. And then he looks at the cantor and he leans down. He goes, what's this kid's name again? <laughs> oh, my God. I go, I go, you, oh my God. you want me to get your name right on the check? So then <laughs> I'm really fucking scared. My knees were buckled. But I, I figured one thing out. I got through my bar mitzvah. It was, and, but this is what. Religion. You made, you made it through. You made it through. Well, and, of course, I was, yeah. and all of a sudden I said, you know what? I mean, I still, I love being a Jew. I love the holidays, but I still, I believe in spirituality more than ever now, you know, and this, and why I reconnected with this guy after so many years and, and, and the universe brought us back together and here we are today. And, and here you guys are. And, and fish, what is your, may I ask what's my, your my spirituality is, I'm not religious at all. I never was my, I, I'm half and half. Okay. And, the half, other one half said, you want to be bar mitzvah or play Little League Baseball? And I decided to play Little League Baseball. <laughs> I don't believe in religion. I get pissed off. I believe that we're all in this together. That's a spirituality. Every human, we, we, are. we all bleed red. If you have a path to God and you're religious about it, you're traditional, I really respect that. I 
being in the bar business. No judgment. Two no things judgment. you don't talk about yeah, is religion yeah. and politics. Religion divides people right now. It's just the anti-Semitism and the Arabs think that Allah I, and the ultra-right. Don't get me started on all this stuff. We're all here together. There's a reason why we're all on this planet. All right? Yep. That's it. The, rain, the rainbow of life. Where doesn't matter what color you are, your sexuality, whatever. It's all about love. Love each other. That's Don't it. hate. Hate. Hate is so evil. And you yeah. know what? That's why we're here today. Because just to let you know, we had a guest drop out. And guess who dropped in last minute? Kelly, the coach. Right, you better have Kelly all the time. She's better <laughs> looking than any guest you ever put on. Every guest you put I'll on. Be I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. She's so. You know what? I, I, I I'll say one thing about spirituality. If you took five kids that are five years old, Kelly, a black kid, a white kid, a Hispanic kid, an Asian kid, and a Hindu kid, and you put them in a sandbox at five years old, all they're going to care about is what toys can I make sand castles out of. So I don't understand. Never understand. I like the people like you that. Why can't I get it? I, I look for this answer all the time. And I don't know if I'll what? ever get, I looked at the, the solution and I don't know if I'll ever get the answer is why can't people just live with a smile because it's better than a frown. That's it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. It's like basic one-on-one. It's I, I don't understand why everyone can't think like the three of us. Yeah. Why can't they all just, we, why can't well, we, we all, just we think all like have that? shitty days. Just, yeah. Kelly, you have a shitty sure. day. Brad has shitty days. I have shitty days, but. What's the but we're still kind. What's the alternative of being a kind. shithead? Exactly. You know. How about, yeah, how, about what, yeah, how about what Rodney King said? Can't we all just get along? That's all he said. You know. He said, oh, God bless me. You know. He he had a tough life, but he just kept saying, "Can't we all just get along?" And that's really what it comes down to. Who cares how much money you have? Who cares what kind of car you drive? Who cares how much money? It doesn't fucking matter. This is what our strike yeah. is about now with the writers and the actors. Exactly. Can't we all share? How much fucking money do you need to live your How fucking much do life? they need? Right? It's like, it it's, is, and, yeah. and it is so insane. And it's, it's yeah, I mean, uh, we could go on and on about that. Know, too. But yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, um, yeah, Kelly, sorry, go ahead. Who else do you, who else do you represent? You're a te- you, uh, beside your number one. I have, a, I have about eight clients uh-huh. and getting ready to sign another one. And I'm just one person. So, you know, it's a lot, honestly. Um, I had a a few other clients like five years ago and I, you know, I bring in independent contractors when I, you know, because I need social media people and I need SEO people and I, you know, so I'll I'll bring them in for certain clients for certain projects, but otherwise it's me. So um, they're pretty much all New York Times bestselling authors. That's Mm -hmm. kind of my prerequisite. Um, Um, but in the spiritual sector, if you Google right now, if you Google spiritual talent agent, I will come up first. All like, right. I, will. I, I mean, there aren't any other. And I haven't I didn't pay for that ad. I, don't, I never spent a penny on that. It's just uh, because I'm the, I'm the only one. <laughs> you're the best one. And by the, by the way, you know, I sent you my friend, Justin Sandler. You guys yes. really got to talk. He has a story. And he can, he, I mean, he's, I've gone to his one man show. I, I spoke with him for a couple hours on the phone, Bradley. Right. I did. Genius. We're going to put you guys back together because he is and, and amazing. At the right time, that no, will sure. happen. You know, yeah, okay. yeah no, I'm it's just, just telling um, you, he's, it's just, and thank you. And yeah, thank you for it. It's just, um, you. Yeah, yeah. Signing, signing a new client, I like to give 100% because it's a lot to just, you know, start promoting them. 
venues, gigs, PR, press, podcast. It's, there's just a lot going. And, you know, I want to give everything and not just like William Morris, like, you know, James Van Prague, my top client. He's been with ICM, Paradigm, William Morris, you know, CAA, you know, but he's been with all of them, but his agent would never call him back. He would call and call. I mean, it's just true. Wow. That is how agencies wow. work because they have A-list people. They've got Tom Cruise and Jennifer Aniston and Bradley Cooper to answer to. James Van Prague is like, and that level, he's like D plus list or C minus list. But do they cash his commission check? Do they cash they his for sure do. <laughs> and when something comes in, they're like, oh, oh, oh. But, you know, that was the most frustrating thing. And that's why I started. That's why I became a talent agent, got my license. And I said, James, I'm booking for you, but I can also be booking for 10 others. You know, and I, I said, I'm going to start my own agency. and. I'm moving to Palm Springs. <laughs> I can work from my home office, which is the way of the world now. You know, it's just so lovely. And uh, he said, absolutely, I'll be your first signing. And I, si of course, signed him. And wow. here we go. Now I have eight clients. And yeah, um, I, I booked him a couple years, you know, before COVID. COVID, of course, crushed the live. I book live events predominantly, like big theaters, you know, uh, 2,000 seat theaters all over the country. And all over the world, actually, but mostly the United States. But that ended in 2020. That all events were canceled, and you know, no income for two and a half years. Wow. You know, and and it's it's back. It's back. But all the theaters, you understand, they're backlogged. Every venue is still right. backlogged from about two two years. So trying to get a date for a booking, like trying to it's they're still doing it you know it's just it's a, it was a, it was a tough it was a hard hit for my industry um but, but Kelly, yeah. look how well you've done you should be so proud of yourself let me ask you we're almost uh wrapping up here what would you tell your younger self you've lived a oh, great shit. life you've touched so many <laughs> lives that's a good question right what yeah. would you would you change anything and what would you tell your younger self i would say to my younger self you don't need to go to college. You don't need that 40 year degree. Start out being an entrepreneur and work and, 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 and be an entrepreneur and make, and be your own boss, make your own money and save those four years. Like as far as career goes, that's what I would tell them because that four year degree, honestly, I was just talking to my nieces and nephews about this. It's it doesn't mean anything anymore, especially in today's age. They want to know what you've done. I don't care about your degree anymore, you know, but that was such a big thing in my day. You have to go to college and get a 40-year degree. You know, my parents were all, and I did. I didn't learn a shit thing. Not one shit thing, except how to party. <laughs> I bet you did <laughs> that well. I was in a sorority and partying and, you know, yeah. Um, just do what you love. Do what you love. Like, that is very important. If you can find that out early, yeah. Uh, there's, there's the old saying, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Right, right. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Kelly, tell us how people can find you. Your company name is? Inspiration Nation Productions. And uh, you can just www.inspirationnationproductions.com. And uh, yeah, check me out. We will. Awesome. Kelly, I, we I, got, I got two things for her. I got two things. 
Justin Herbert and Amari Cooper are going to blow up in fantasy this year. Okay. Uh, um, um, Amari. Can, can I tell you something? <laughs> Listen to this. Last year, I drafted Justin Herbert first. And no. First, never I, I thought it was his year last year. Oh my God. He is. I and I fucking. You'll see. Uh, <laughs> me in that league. Thanks, fish. Uh, maybe this wow. year, though. Maybe this year. But I'm not. <laughs> Justin Herbert. He is. He's a star. He has yes, got he is. some talent. But well, last yeah. year. Oh. <laughs> Kelly, we thank you so much for coming on the show. You're a love. I'm so glad you're in my life. You know how much I love Likewise. you. Likewise. And we're going to bring you back on, right, Fish? Oh, every week. Every week. With another <laughs> story back. about spirituality. And tell James I say hello. I like that guy. Ab absolutely. We could bring him on maybe, too. Who uh, why not? Let's do I it. Can bring okay. my clients on. You know, I got some connections. And Fish, so nice meeting you for the first time. Thank you so much. Back, back at you. you. Yeah. We'll see you soon, Kelly. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you. Oh, boy. Loves football, too. Wow. A lot of people. I wish you loved it more, but I, you I know. Like basketball, but I like football, too. I, you know. It's huge. It's, it's, so, like, it's so huge for the bar business. It's so huge. You know, the NFL draft, the first day of the NFL draft gets higher ratings than any NBA game in its history. You hear what I said? And David Stern, the commissioner of the NBA, and the new guy, Adam Silver, doesn't understand why, and LeBron doesn't. We're a football nation. Where she's from in Ohio, yeah. where I went to college in Texas, it's it's religion down there. It's just, you know why? You yeah. get 17 games. It's like you appearing, it's like saying that you're doing a Hamilton, and you only get set, and you're a star actor, which you are, and you get 17 performances for people to watch you. People are going to watch right, because right. it's that good. Basketball, you get 82. Basketball, I just, look, look, I just read that the Lakers are going to training camp on my birthday, September 15th. The fucking season just ended, you know? So, <laughs> I know. football, if your team stinks like mine, Brad, in the, in the first week in January, it's over, and you don't play a game. Forget the preseason bullshit. You don't play a game until the mid-September. It's like nine months. You got to wait. You know, you're going to be pregnant. I Fuck. know. This is a good week for us because we're not going to say anything, but there's something brewing behind – all the goodness that we're working on. We're not saying anything. If it happens, it happens. But it's very exciting for all of us. And uh, we will talk about it more when it uh, hopefully comes to fruition in the near future. Yeah. But there is something very exciting coming. Uh, hopefully everybody's way, right? We, we need money coming. We need yeah. money to <laughs> monetize us, you know. We do, we not, do. not seeing Brad in, yeah. in a strip club. With, yeah. with, you know, $20 bills in his mouth going like this, you know. So, yeah. hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm, you know, I'm doing good. I uh, had a good uh, good weekend and uh, starting the week off right. And uh, uh, believe it or not, I'm coming to see your sorry ass uh, in a few days. Don't. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't need it. I'm going to walk in the bar. Let's give it a plug. Shucks tab. Um, wait a minute. Hang, hang on. I got to. Let's go. Wait, I, love a second. This place. I love it. This is now, honestly, if you live in Vegas, you're going to Vegas. Yeah. This is the Tony, place. U.S. Foods. Out. Yeah. Uh, Brad Grumberg's coming to town this week. Can you, <laughs> he doubled the food order. Yeah. There it yeah, is. Tavern, North Carolina, right. Food, gaming, Jambalaya, crab, steak and shrimp. 24 pasta. hours. He loved, oh, Brad, I remember when he came in, he loves the Reuben. He loves the. The Philly cheese, anything. Double the food uh, order. I, I Look at that. Double the food order for me. 
I'm gonna. I'm. I want one of everything. Yeah. But I'm, great you know, place, great establishment. Years. I worked there. Mention the show. I'll give you a free drink. Mention it twice. I might give you an appetizer. At Chuck's Tavern, North Durango. Big fans of the show. And uh, you know, thank you for the plug. And we'll get Brad there live. Take some Let, pictures. Leave that up for a second. Leave that up. I want to ask you a question. You've been in the business forty-two. You look fantastic. You're the. I'm seriously. I have seen all bartenders. You know, uh, Frank Orley and you are some of the best I've ever seen. Okay, what makes Shucks so great? I mean, I know it's you. It's it's the food. The owners are great, but it's the atmosphere, right? You create an atmosphere in there, don't you? I don't. The staff does. The, okay. the management does. Josh and Jeremy are great, and you got great bartending. Every bartender that's been there is bartended. We get this young kid, Mike, as great as an ingenue. He's a, he covers my days off, great. But Chris and and uh, Amanda and Nikki and Ashley, uh, Jeremy and Josh also, and Karina, Jeremy and Josh also. They've all got ten years. Of, well, they, they, not been some of them doing it twenty years, but the girls all have ten years experience at that bar, so yeah. they know the customers. It's cut everything. Chuck's has great customer service, except for fish. The entire staff <laughs> is, is spot on. And yeah, I'm, not, I'm not kissing anyone's ass. No, when no, I retired from managing, I have my, Brad, I have my choice. I'm not going to brag, but I have my choices of bars to go to. But I wanted to work with Josh. Josh was a general manager at Chuck's. I was a GM at a place called Montana Mean Company. And Josh and I are tight friends. And I wanted to work with him to end my career. It's been a good experience. I've been, at, I've been there now three years and six months. And I walk in every night and I meet new people and it's fun chopping it up and you know, I, I'll plug it because wait, why not? Only, oh wait, you were, okay. You've been at shocks just three years, three years and six months. Oh, I got you. And then you were, but I was at a sister store called the Montana meat company. I opened it. So oh, uh, March 23rd, Oh five. You know, I bought the office chairs. I did everything oh, to open yeah. that place. Oh, and you. I was there 14 years and that's a oh, steak. You steak. love that place, man. Same All these sort of steaks and oh, geez. And, it, and it's still there, right? Yeah. Not far, about a mile and a half away from Sharks. Nice. Maybe I'll take you there. Honestly, they're lucky to have you. You're really, you're really, you're a great part, but you're even a better person. But I just wanted to say that on air. I mean it. Thank you. Um, I love working there, and you know what? I got. I'm gonna end my career there wishfully, and it's it's a lot of fun. Bartain's a lot of fun. We talk about it all the time. But got a few memes to show you. Do you know who this guy is? Let's see. Who's that? That is the closer of closers. For the Philadelphia, oh, I forgot his name. He has a great hair there. Great hair. Okay. Like his son is Tim McGraw. McGraw. Grammy, that's Grammy right. Award winning star that's right. actor. Great. That's Tug McGraw. Tug McGraw. Okay. He had a great line. I had to put him on there. And wait, well, who's the guy in back of him? Was that Murray uh, from? Uh, that from, looks uh, like, Tyler I, don't know, Moore. I don't know who that looks like. It looks like that's Murray. Like the actor Murray, Rob Murray Tyler so. Moore. Gavin McLeod. That's Gavin McLeod. Gavin McLeod. Wow. Geez, what, uh, what, uh, what Gavin McLeod? Was he? Uh, what's his name? Was Gavin McLeod the, the? Was he the guy in um, Love Murray? He, Murray. He was. He, oh, oh no, no, Gavin McLeod. Right, Gavin McLeod was Meryl Steubing on the Love Boat, baby. Yeah. Yes, sir. McGraw had a great line when he, uh, they said, "Do you like do you like astroturf better than grass?" And he goes, "I've never smoked astroturf." Oh, that's great. Um, so man. this is Brad. Brad and I are nostalgic. Before we get into some good stuff, I want to chop it about the industry. I'm pissed off at what's going on. I got I'm sweating. I'm spitzing over this. You want to see how Brad and I watch TV as kids? Let's do it. Uh, right. Remember yes, that? Sir. I do. 
I do. Yeah, yeah. If you look at that TV for the, all the younger viewers and the people yes. listening on all our outlets, yeah. Spotify, Amazon, Apple, they had a they had a you had to put your you had to turn the channel, yeah, with your finger and yeah. turn the volume with your hands because there's no remotes back. There. No remotes, yeah, and and you had to sit up that close to see it because it was so fuzzy. Remember yeah. the antennas, Brad? Remember like that looked uh-huh. like hangers, clothes oh hangers. Gosh. Yeah. God, TV and listen, you watch TV on your phone now. It's crazy, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, now nah, you watch TV on your phone. You can watch anything on your phone right now. Yeah, it's uh, sports, it's incredible. Yeah. I mean, what did you think about the MMA fight? Uh, oh, uh, it was great. It brought a lot of people. brought a lot of people to town. I got two more mains. We'll talk about that. Okay. All right. Check this out. We we, we showed the Vegas Barbie. I got a better one for you. Look at the Fox News Barbie. That's oh, anger. That's, oh, that's funny. Yeah. I'm not a That's the kind of girl we're going to try and fix Brad up this weekend with, you know? That's what we need. Yeah, she is. I'll tell you, that Barbie movie is doing fantastic. Wow. Yeah. You know, you always see someone top of their game before I get to that last meme. Is I heard there's not a better person on the planet to work with than Margot Robbie and everything she touches, everything she's in. I mean, not as she beautiful, but talented. And Oh, my God. I mean, she was so sexy and once upon a time in America. And who could ever forget her? Um, someone told me you're up with the Jonah Jonah Hill role in The Wolf of Wall yeah, Street. Yeah. That should have been you, you know. I wish, I wish, but one day, I Jonah Hill will not get the role, and I will. You watch. You will. Well, you're talented. I now agree. this is <laughs> oh, Gen Xers. That's Brad, the last great generation. Generation before. before. Oh, uh, now, I I knew. I mean, back in the day when you went to Santa Monica, Venice, Pacific Palisades, Will yeah. Rogers Beach, you could drink on the you could drink on the beach and. Yeah, who, if you're 10 or 12 years old, no one gave a shit uh, if you had a drink. If that happened nowadays, uh, it'd be all over the news and it'd be... I hope that kid's parent. okay. I hope that kid's okay. That's all I got to say. Look at that tattoo. That's Photoshop. Years old, yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's got some guns like you. Look at it. Look, look at the guns. I wish I had that blonde hair, man. Oh, oh man. Anyways, the strike, the, the we bring up the writer strike every week because it affects Brad sure. and it affects... Uh, and, and the, the sag and after on strike. So sure. the, the business, it, it, it's insane how the business has come to a halt and it's costing Los Angeles $30 million a day. Mm-hmm. I did some research on this and I walked. I'm not, a, I'm not a member of anything, but I got it. I said, can I walk? And I walked and I had a picture of it somewhere. I didn't, back in Culver City, Brad's walked. We're looking for the, the A-list actors to walk. Are more guys out there, Brad? Well, they're saying it's good that the A-list actors aren't out there. Uh, I read, I heard something on the radio. Uh, Fish is the best, Wesley. What a fuck are you talking about, Wesley? Hey, look at that. He's on something when he says it. You see Wesley's face there. Um, they yeah, Duck Dynasty. Go ahead. That, no, we have a lot of A actors coming out, but it's better that they don't. For they're going to use that against us, you know, because. They make so much money. You know, I say this. This is what I say. And, you know, I know it's on the board. And, you know, you know, the Igers and all these characters, these clowns, if we do one thing, okay, it's all over. The strike's over. Okay. One thing, but they leave it for last. Everybody cancel their subscriptions and it game over. No, no, I'm just telling you. I'm being honest. If you believe, and I'm not saying do it now. But I'm saying it's going to happen because they don't care about us. They do not. You go right for the jugular and this thing ends. Because, you know, 
they're not coming to the table with anything. There's no billion dollar package fish. This is all bullshit hype for, you know, for the press. If they really wanted to make a deal, a fair deal, they would. And they're going to have to because, you know, it, it's like tennis. It 40, 30 actors and writers. We have the advantage, my friend. They can say and do whatever they want, but it, it's going to end because there's so many people affected. It's that nice lady, the housekeeper that comes in and cleans the stage. It's the flower lady. It's the caterer. It's the outside caterer. You know, it's it's restaurants around it, around the studio that get. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I get it. We talk yeah. about this every week, and I don't want to keep talking about it. No, because you people brought turn it up. This off. You but brought the, it up. I'm, but I'm, I'm the devil's advocate. Machine. You're in the business. I'm not. The problem yeah, is the same up. thing. Hang on. Here's the analogy. It's the same thing sports wise. No one gives a shit when the sportsies go on strike because it's millionaires against billionaires. The difference is not everyone in your business is a millionaire and affects other people. When when NFL or NBA goes on strike, it really turns people off. And I don't know if people are turned off. Look, you're not going to get. I'm going to I'm going to make you a prediction. I'm going to turn some of my services off, but I'm not turning Amazon off and I'm not turning YouTube TV off. It's like I have to watch football. Sorry. You know, but you're not the only one I'm saying. Listen, this is about the the actor that makes a living as an actor or a writer. These are not the big time writers or the big time actors. It's about the rank and file. I want to make a living. I've been doing this all my life. I just want a fair deal. So I get residuals when you show my show or my likeness a hundred million times a day. I want to share in that. Can I okay. share? It's, that? it's not all that. I did some more research. Oh, you into did more it. research. You can watch anyone can go on and watch Black Mirror, season six, episode one, with mm-hmm. Annie Murphy and Salma Hayek. It was one of the most riveting shows I've ever seen, and it's about how they used AI to recreate and use Salma Hayek's image upon an actor. They right. could do that now. They, there's there's scripts that are being written on AI, and they want writers to come in, and they won't. The guy, they won't cross the picket line to, to touch it up. But what about that idiot writer that's going to go and pat? That concerns you more than anything is artificial intelligence. Doesn't it concern you, Brad? They could take your image. I, that was my next thing, artificial intelligence. They, you know, you could put in a computer now, fish, grunny, a pizza, and a movie would come out in 20 minutes. They don't need writers. They're going to become obsolete. That's not fair. No. That's not right. And you know what? They say, oh, no, and this and that. No, they're going to use that. And that. And by the way, AI for all businesses, too. I saw this whole thing about Walmart, how they're, you know, AI, you know, stocks the shelves and does all this stuff. It's sad. What about people? What about real people that are trying to make a living for their family and just having a good life? They're not riding around in private planes and million-dollar homes and, you know, they're just regular people that have kids that want to support their kids and live a good life like you and me. I'll go one step further. In my business, there's Japan, the country, God damn it, where 23% of all bartenders are robots. And the way they approach you is, hi, my name is Jeffrey. What's your name? And you say Brad Grumberg. And they do a visual of you and they see your Wikipedia and they in, in, 30, oh. in three seconds, they know everything about you through their gigabytes. And they're asking you questions. What was it like falling through a roof on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. And you're having a conversation with a goddamn robot, you know? Terrible. And that's scary because 
Guess what that guess what the labor that costs the guy that owns that restaurant? Nothing. You pay for the robot, but you're not, right. you know, and there's no oh it, it's and you I, hey, look, I'm I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm blessed. I'm blessed that you and I got to live through the sixties, seventies, and eighties. Because fifty years from now, brother, that the, the world could look a lot better with cleaner air and better foods and stuff like that. I, I, I'm really nervous about this this artificial intelligence though, taking away I, that we're I, all gonna become the step. Remember the movie The Stepford Wives? Bingo. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, listen, it's technology. It was going to get to this. I remember Mark Cuban talking about it on uh, Shark Tank. I love Mark Cuban. Me too. He's a friend of mine. He he talked about, you know, investing in our AI a long time ago. And you're like, what the hell is AI? I remember back, back in the commissary, somebody says, invest in a computer, invest in Microsoft. Like, what the fuck's a computer? I mean, look where we are now. And I'm worried for my nephews. You know, what is life going to be like for them? You know, my 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 nephew Dylan is an, a wonderful trainer. They're gonna have robots training you, right? I mean, Justin, my, my other nephew, he's an amazing kid. He you know works for this big company. Um, uh, my my nephew Ben, he's in baseball technology. Sam, he goes to college plays, and 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 of course the great one, Jakey Grunberg. He works with his uncle J.J. Abrams at Bad Robot. But again. What is going to happen to these companies when they go AI? Okay, uh, you know, this is your last day. What do you mean? Here's your replacement. Hi, my name is Fish. I'm replacing you. I mean, it's so sad. It really is sad. But it's it's all about the bottom line, Fish. I'll, I'll tell you this. My, my brother's a lawyer. My younger brother, Bobby. Uh, happy birthday, Bobby. July 17th. He's 48, hey, Bobby, 15 years younger. Birthday. And it's, it's scary. But, you know, you, you can go to AI and say, I sign me, you know, draft me up a release agreement for a guy that's in a contract and it does it like that. Uh, and it's legal. Well, it's great, but how do you, yeah, look, Brad, when we were younger, when Brad and I were younger and don't bore anybody, this is the way it was. When they said Brad in junior high school, you need to do a book report on Benjamin Franklin. You had to go to the library. We talked about this, look up the cards and the books and do research. Now you got AI. We could, my wife's a school teacher and she could tell when kids write Wikipedia and we can't do shit about it. You know, yeah. that's what my concern is. What are we teaching our kids when it's so easy because of the phone and you pay a fee and you do a podcast and hopefully we're live. But look, we, look at the technology, we couldn't, we couldn't do this 10 years ago. What we're doing right now. Thank right. God. <laughs> yeah. No, it's listen, this is how life is. Life gets better. It's like, you know, what did, uh, uh, uh Aaron Judd say, all rise. He said, records are meant to be broken. And it's true, right? You want your kids to do better than you. You want technology to get better, but not at the cost of people's livelihoods. And that's what's going on now. And Iger and Vasloff and all these clowns, they don't give two shits about me or you or anybody. The only thing they care about, just get the bird warmed up, get the car out. You know, my, my, my thing, we go, we, we, we could retroact back to the, to the, to the strike, but my whole thing with, with, with what we talked about with doing book reports is we need to teach kids competition. Right. When you play little league baseball, not every team got a trophy in seventh place. We got to make, we got to give the seventh place teams trophies. Bullshit. Right. Yeah. Got a trophy for first, third, second, and third. Learn what it's like to lose because in this business that Brad's in, yeah. you know, um, re- if you can't take rejection as an actor or writer, get the uh, right, Brad. I mean, uh, get out. Profession, yeah. yeah. And you know what? In life, this is what I, I I tell my friends. I tell people on an everyday basis: you must, you must graduate from the university of failure to ever make it in life. 
you gotta fall before you ever make it because well done well said true i mean everybody has a story you know we talk about things where oh man i got effed this guy took my thing and did this and i did this and he promised me that welcome to the world pal you got to protect yourself everybody gets effed right there are selfish people but i met you fish you met me you know how we roll together right together and that's the most important thing. Well, you know what? When you hear life isn't my, my dad, rest in peace, used to say, what do you mean life isn't fair? You know what fair is? It's a place where you go and get cotton candy and ride a Ferris wheel. That's a fair. That's it. Yeah, you I know? love that. Yeah, Marvin, you know? Yeah, Mar- <laughs> I know Marv. I know dirty Marvin. I love him. Uh, it's so funny. Yeah, that's well, how's your dad? How's your dad's uh, foot? How's dad's your dad's doing leg well. Doing? He's walking on his wheel now. He's doing much better, thank God. And uh, mom's doing great. And Annie's doing, you know, I'm just, every day's a blessing. Everybody wakes up healthy. I even, everybody says, hey, how you doing today? I always give the same answer. I woke up. I woke up today. I'm good. You know, it's true, right? Smile. Be happy. And let's end on somebody that, you know, he's controversial, but I met him and he was such a nice guy. Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, passed away today at 70 years old. He had cancer privately for six years. What a talent. He touched so many lives. He made a lot of mistakes. Yes, this and that. But I met him. He was a very nice man. And I just want to say, rest in peace, Paul Rubens. Uh, I will never forget you. And you touched us in so many ways. Uh, fly high, Pee Wee Herman. Fly high. Fly high. Very, very, very talented man. Very, you know. And let's let's get this goddamn thing settled because the Grumbergs, both Greg and this guy, they entertain you. And yeah, let's um, let me it's, let me uh, let me end the show with this. Yeah. I got something. Uh, I want to end the show because obviously every, everything is great. Let's, Silence is your only friend. Tahiti cooler, a taste of paradise. Boy, I love that commercial. That girl, that girl. So out of your league. I date girls like this. Like a big bear. They love snuggling up next to me. Yo, hairball. For my french fries. Listen, I'm going to go check on Cindy. See if she's feeling any better. Will you cover for me? Did you clear with Charlie? Well, I tried to, but I couldn't find his curly head anywhere. Finally. Mom? Whatever happened to Jody Buxbaum from the eighth grade? I really liked her. Man! <laughs> I told you she was out of your league. You want me to take over from here? Grandma? Don't forget to wash your hands when you're through. Yeah. All right. Miracle Miracle Beach. Thank you, uh, Brad Cravoy, Steve Stabler, Brad Jenkel. These guys hired me for that. And guess what? On that movie, I got to bring my grandma, and she danced on the beach with Pat Morita and, and uh, Martin Mull. So much fun to do that. And one of my first movies I did, Dean Cameron, um, uh, Amy Dolenz, uh, just, oh, my God, just so much fun. Great. You know what I took out of that? Yeah. You're behind a bar. <laughs> yep. You got a mullet. Yeah. Fat, fat-fished, fat-faced <laughs> version of me from 1983 with the Hawaiian shirt. I right. said, look at this guy, man. That's me. You clean the glassware like we all did with the with the towel. Right. And uh, 
Who knows? Maybe there's a future for Johnny Cocktails. You never know. That's from, from your mouth, from your mouth to God's ears. Right, hey, man. number 21's in the books. Uh, I just want to thank uh, beautiful Kelly. Uh, you know, I Crime Brink. Crime Brink. Kelly Crime Brink. It's a mouthful. Number 21, I'm Brad Grundy Grunberg, a.k.a. Snacks. That's Eric the Fish Schneider, and we're Fat Fish Broadcast all over YouTube. We'll see you next time. Click on YouTube at Fish Grunny 1960. We love you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. And gals. Love you.